0: Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos. C-H-A-O-S. Critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Another week of Orioles baseball. Everybody's scratching their head wondering what the hell is going on and how is this happening? The Orioles are just kicking ass and taking names, and I'm loving it, and I know you're loving it. Everybody who's an Orioles fan in Birdland, we are loving this. This is exciting. And for those fans, I don't, well, I'm not even going to call them fans, I'll just call them trolls who are like, this season doesn't mean anything anyway. Nobody cares. The players aren't playing bullshit. Get the hell out of here. Stupid a person below normal intelligence. Because if you're a fan of sports and you're a fan of baseball, you don't care what the situation is, you're rooting for your team, you want your team to win, and the players are the most professional sport players are the most competitive people in the world. So, they want to win. They want to make that money. They want to get that bonus money. They want to win the World Series. They don't care the situation. They don't care it's a 60 game season. They're trying to win just like everybody else is. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. It's probably a bunch of Red Sox fans complaining. This doesn't mean anything. Who cares? Anyway, you can hit me up, Chaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos. Facebook, Instagram, all the good shit. You know how to get a hold of me. Fullcountchaos.com. Head over there as well. Find other ways how to download prior episodes and all that good shit. Received an email from a gentleman by the name of Gordon. He wanted to share an experience that he had in Camden Yards that he probably doesn't talk about too much. So I appreciate him taking the time to send in the email and, and share his experience. And I'm sure, again, after I read this email, he probably won't bring it up again. We'll just continue to move on and say, all right, I had fun talking about it for a quick second, but let's move on. And of course, we're just going to talk about the Orioles and how well they're doing and how much fun we're having. Again, I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, You're having fun. I mean, they're 12 and eight right now. 12 and eight after 20 games, they have 12 wins. Everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. I didn't even know the way that things were looking if they were even going to get 12 wins. By the end of the 60-game season. And I'm not trying to sound dramatic saying that. I truly, I, I didn't know. And I was a little disappointed. Uh, and by the way, I'd love to hear from you guys. Again, chaos at gmail.com. Are you believing? Are you believing in the Orioles? Or are you copping out and saying, well, again, you know, the season doesn't really mean much. Players have opted out. Maybe it's just a fluke. Where are you right now? Again, with the season, as I'm recording, uh, the Orioles 12-8. and 8, How are you feeling? Because I'm a little disappointed because I texted a good friend of mine the other night to talk some Orioles baseball. Diehard Orioles fan. Goes to games all the time. And I couldn't get to sleep the other night. It was after an Orioles win and my adrenaline was pumping. And I know some people will be like, 12 games into the season and your adrenaline's pumping for baseball? Yes, I'm a diehard sports fan and I love my Orioles. And it may have been one of those close games where I'm pacing back and forth. Sue me. You know, I get first game to the last game. My adrenaline is pumping. And when I get done kicking your ass, I'm going to kick yours. So I couldn't sleep, and I knew he was up. You know, nothing my uh, my wife needs to get jealous about. A little late-night texting Orioles talk. But he wrote back, I thought we were going to have some fun texting about how fun they're doing and share stats and shit like that. He gave me 150 different reasons of why this is a fluke and why this is bullshit. I couldn't believe it. I just ended the conversation, said, fuck that. After like two or three texts back and forth, I'm like, okay, all right. I wanted to have a little bit of fun. I was on cloud nine and I wanted someone else to enjoy it with me because I knew he watched the game, but no, he had to send me a text over and over explaining why this isn't, you know, this isn't real. This, I just was very disappointed. So obviously there's some of you out there who still feel this is, this is bullshit but Ben McDonald, I like what he said the other night. This ain't no joke anymore, folks. This offense is the real deal. I love the stat. Garrett Cole, J.A. Happ, Blake Snell, Tyler Glassnell, Steven Strasburg, Zach Wheeler, and Jake Arrieta have a combined 6.55 ERA against the Orioles. What do you got to say about that? Love it. I and mean, the offense just keeps hitting. And even when we're down, I'm not worried. I know they're going to get some base hits. Glacius playing with an injury. He'll get a base hit and he'll limp down to first base. I love it. Pedro Severino the other day, he just keeps hitting. He hit his seventh extra base hit Saturday in 17 games. He's just killing it. His defense, not too wild about, but as long as he's getting in that batter's box and making up for it and hitting RBIs and extra base hits and getting in scoring position, it's all good, man. You know, if you're going to fuck up a little bit behind the plate, Just make up for it for when you stand at the plate. And then, of course, Alberto. (laughs) I'm telling you, the future Hall of Famer. I say that term a lot, joking, being sarcastic, but I'm serious, man. This guy Alberto, if he continues to hit like he does, shit, sky's the limit. Hitting 3.37 with 10 RBIs and an 8.98 OPS, two home runs. Last seven games, he's hit six RBIs. And the Orioles' offense in American League, they rank first in batting average with 261, second with OPS at .810, and slugging second uh, with .473. They just keep hitting the damn ball. And I know Friday night, they shit the bed, let up a stinker, but even the teams who win the World Series every year, they do that as well. It's going to happen. This is just fun watching the Orioles continue to hit. Rio, Rio Ruiz just tearing it up as well and what's with Scott Garceau by the way not being able to say his name and I know I just fucked it up too so it's not the easiest name Rio Ruiz Rio Ruiz say it over and over and if my job was to announce Oriole games and you're having trouble with the name I would just say it a hundred times before you go on the air I mean we're almost halfway through the season and Scott Garso still has problems saying Rio Ruiz. It sounds like he's wearing a ball gag and his safe word is Rio Ruiz. You know, Rio Ruiz. It's like every time Rio makes a good play, Scott Garso can talk perfectly normal because he's been doing it for years on the radio. Wow, what a play. Ru-ru-ru-ru made an excellent play. You're like, what the fuck just what did he say? What just happened? It oh, reminds me of uh, Rick Dempsey when he would try to pronounce you, <laughs> He would always say, Yui Hiri. Yui like, Harry. What, what, what's he trying to say? But speaking of Rio, I love him at third base so far. You know, I know we haven't seen much of him, but he seems like he's working on his glove. And I love the throw from third, just a laser beam right into the glove. I see so many third basemen, they, they throw it into the dirt. It seems like every throw the first baseman's digging it out as much as I love Manny Machado and I'm probably going to get some shit for this but one of the best third basemans I've ever seen play the game that's obvious we don't need to have a discussion about that but it, it, the arm that he had it seemed like a lot of throws during his time at third base Chris Davis over at first base was constantly digging it out of the dirt was always on the ground always had to do a split had to have the glove down had to do the whip the glove to uh grab it from the ground I don't know what that was it's weird. I mean, he throw 150 miles per hour from third base, and I feel, I feel terrible saying a negative thing about Manny Machado playing at third, but Rio, every throw, and hopefully I'm not jinxing it right now, but every throw is a laser. Boom. Right into the glove. I'm loving him over there. Loving his bat. Loving his glove. Put him on third base. Let's go. This is fun. Having fun. And speaking of fun, I just want to remind you of a fun way to make a little bit of extra cash here. BetOnline.ag, a sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit BetOnline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. All right, one thing I love uh, doing on this show is hearing from you guys some crazy moments that you've had at Camden Yards, whether it's a, uh, a moment that you'll, you know, that's just terrifying, or it was fun, it was awful, disgusting, whatever it is, just a moment that you'll never forget. So, Gordon wanted to write in, and I appreciate it, fullcountchaos at gmail.com, experience that he had that he's probably not too proud of. He says, I just listened to the episode with Fred and heard his story about his girlfriend throwing up opening day. And that reminded me of my terrible day at Camden Yards with my girlfriend. He says, unfortunately, I was the one that threw up everywhere. And it was in the backseat of my girlfriend's parents' car. He says, we went to a day game about 10 years ago and started drinking first inning all the way to last call seventh inning. It was about 100 degrees that day, and I didn't drink any water during my all-day drinking party. I was only dating my girlfriend for about three weeks, and her parents took us to the game. Very nice of them. Great seats. Great time until this happened. He says that was the first day meeting her parents as well. Well, after the game, we get back to the car, and as soon as we started driving away, I had about 1.4 seconds to react before throwing up everything I ate and drank that day. (laughs) Before I knew what happened, I puked all over the backseat of the car. I tried to cover my mouth with my hand, but it wound up spraying out everywhere. Everyone jumped out of the car and started screaming, realizing they had puke all over them. I was so fucking embarrassed, I didn't even know what to say. Well, two years later, we got married. Can't believe her parents let me marry her daughter after that. (laughs) That's from Gordon. Appreciate the email, Gordon. Yeah, probably not your best moment. We've all had moments with throwing up and drinking all day. I'll tell you what, every time I go out on the boat with friends and family, I always drink a bottle of water after two beers like if I'm doing an all-day drinking event I do a couple drinks full bottle water couple drinks full bottle water because you do the all-day drinking with no water and you're under the sun and it's hot as fuck yeah you're gonna feel like shit it's not gonna be a good afternoon it's not gonna be a good evening and it's not gonna be a good morning for you so Gordon I'm sorry to hear about that but uh holding the hand over the mouth when you're puking never works actually makes it worse. It's like trying to cover a fire hydrant with your hand. Shit spraying out everywhere. It's like shaking up a champagne bottle, holding your thumb over it. It's going to go everywhere. It's going to get on everyone. <laughs> Sometimes just let it go. Putting your hand over the mouth. That never works. Just It starts hitting everyone from the side. You know, the left and the right. Instead of just puking in front of you and, and making a shit mess in front of you, now you're just spraying it everywhere getting to the person to the left of you, hitting the shit to the right of you. You never hold your hand. (laughs) Uh, Drinking all day gives me the shit. Sorry, TMI, but it it does. I I don't ever remember all day drinking and then throwing up. I just remember, you know, just uh, having a bad moment the other way. Anyway, I'm kind of getting to details we don't need to get into. But, Gordon, appreciate you sharing. Uh, (laughs) Glad to hear that you are married to that girl. I guess, I don't know. You got a good girl in your hands, man, because <laughs> that's something easily that someone could be like, you know what? It's only been a few weeks. First time he met my parents. He's throwing up everywhere. Maybe this guy's an alcoholic. I'm out of here. I'm out. Tapped out. See ya. But no, she stuck with you and got married. I'd love to see that uh, wedding video of you drinking all that free alcohol. So anyway, again, Gordon, appreciate the email. All right. So the Orioles this past week. Had a pretty good fucking week playing baseball. And I was there to see it. I'm sure you were there to see it. This is fun. Series against the Phillies. And any time I can see uh, Bryce Harper have a pissed off look on his face, it's fantastic with that fucking haircut he has now. And I know that's the style. People are growing out their hair. I mean, look at Rio Ruiz's hair. Love it. But Bryce Harper, don't love it. Hate it. Cut your hair, hippie. <laughs> And he went on the Orioles growing their hair like that. I'm like, hey, that's pretty badass. I love it. But as you know, if you tune into the podcast over the years, I can't stand Bryce Harper. Don't like him. Never met him, but I don't like him. Uh, the Orioles had 42 hits and 26 runs that series. And after uh, playing the Phillies, their bullpen ERA for the season went up to 10.29, And that was the first three-game sweep of the Phillies since 09. And I think yeah, it was the first three game sweep on the road since August 2017 in Boston. So you know, again, anytime that goes down, it's a good week. Anytime I could see Bryce Harper have a bad week, it's a fantastic week. So they go into Philly Tuesday's game. Tuesday was crazy. It was almost like a little league game. I mean, that game felt like it went on for 16 hours, and that's what it feels like. If I ever go to my nieces or nephews' baseball game, it feels like 29 hours I've been sitting there watching baseball. The score always winds up being like 48 to 56. It's just like, ah, get me out of here. My wife's like, we can't be rude. We can't leave. Like, why? I haven't eaten in two days. I want to go. But the uh yeah, Tuesday. What what a crazy game. Nineteen runs, twenty-seven hits combined between both teams. Just a just a ridiculous game. The Orioles wind up winning ten to nine. Uh that was where Austin Hayes hits an inside the park home run. I don't know. That was <laughs> I don't know why Quinn even dove for that ball. It landed five feet in front of him. And it's like that moment, it's almost like watching it slow motion because when I saw that he was attempting to dive, I'm like, oh, he's not getting that ball. This is going to be great. Either it's going to hit off his glove and roll a little bit or go right underneath of him and uh, around the base as Austin Hayes goes. The Orioles took back the lead three times in that game and no lead felt safe that Tuesday night. No lead at all. (laughs) And it wasn't. Every time extra innings just a shit show. And I'd love to hear from you guys, how do you feel about the uh, runner on second with the extra innings? I don't mind it either way if they go back to the regular way or they, they they start every game after this season runner on second, doesn't matter either way. I think it, you know, it's extra innings, it's still fun. But I wouldn't have a problem if every game they they started a runner on second base. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> So after that home run in the park, you know, instead of uh, uh, going up one, the Orioles are now up ten to eight. Um, and then obviously the um, the Phillies score one, but that's all they got. Alex Cobb looked great, man. Five and one third innings pitched, three hits, two earned runs, two strikeouts. His, his ERA is two seventy five. Uh, unfortunately, Castro shit the bed the first time this season with four hits and. You know. Oh, and by the way, I didn't realize that uh, first time, and I saw this the other day. Uh, since September 26, two thousand eleven, Robert Andino first time that an Oriole hit a home run in the park in an extra inning game, and that was against Josh Beckett. So good old Robert Andino. He did a podcast the other day. I forget with um, who did that. He was telling the story about uh, uh, beating Boston, two thousand eleven, sending him home. When the uh, Rays beat the Yankees and, and uh, knocked them out as well. Knocked the uh, Red Sox out of the playoffs that year. All they had to do was beat the Orioles. And Dino comes up, walk off. So, where's that? Two, no, it was 2010. I don't I don't even fucking know what year it is now. I can never remember those dates. Names and dates. Forget about it. Forget about it. I, I, don't, I don't remember. But watching Hayes run the bases. As he hit that ball and I watched Quinn dive for it and it goes past him. I jump up and start running in place as if I'm Hayes running the bases, and it reminded me, it it looked like, I don't know, you may be too young to remember this, but Nintendo Power Pad, they had games where you would run in place and it'd be a racing game, and you could race your friend and you guys would both be running, and and whosever house you were in doing that, lamps would be falling on the floor and pictures would be falling off the wall, (laughs) bunch of fucking morons running in place it was a great workout and then uh you know you'd start cheating you get on your hands and smack the pad so you go faster than your feet but that's what I was doing running in place my wife walked downstairs she would have looked at me like what are you doing (laughs) just like are you kidding me I'm about to watch Hayes hit it inside the park I'm helping him I'm running in place (laughs) trying to give him some energy uh, Wednesday, Orioles win 5-4. to four. Thursday, Orioles score nine unanswered runs to win that game. And at this point, you're like, shit, this is crazy. Like, what's happening right now? They're about to sweep the Phillies. And I know the Phillies weren't like this big-time undefeated team, but they got some big bats. And their bullpen is in shambles. When Tommy Hunter came out to face us, one I uh, forget what night it was. When he, I think it was the very first night. It was the extra innings. I was like, this is good because the Orioles need some runs. (laughs) Old fucking Hunter. Tommy Hunter. But yeah, Thursday night, nine unanswered runs. Orioles were down two to nothing. Finally, uh, in the top of the fifth, they score four runs. Then two runs in the seventh, three runs in the eighth. Then Phillies, uh, you know, watch out. Here they come. It's nine to four. And then the Orioles were like, nah, 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 nah. 11 to four. You're good. You just stay right there. Then you got Connor Brogdon coming out uh, for the Phillies, and nothing was going right for the Phillies all week, and that's fantastic to say, because over the past few years, I feel like I'm always saying that about the Orioles, but good for this kid. Young kid, uh, first pitch, his major league career coming up, and you know, it's exciting. You know, his family and friends, everybody's texting and calling each other, you know, letting everyone know. He's coming out on the mound. They're turning on their TV, calling every relative and neighbor and friend that they know, and. Yep, he's about to pitch. Boom, home run against Severino. Did I feel bad for the kid at the moment? No. I mean, I'm sure it was a little embarrassing for him. Everybody he's known, his whole family's tuned in to watch, and they probably all laughed. You know, welcome to the show, kid. It happens, but he was only the 15th player ever to allow a home run on his first pitch in the majors. But he settled down. He seems like he's going to be all right. You know, I'm done feeling sorry for him. It's about two seconds of feeling sorry for him, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to get paid lots of money to play a game. Fuck that shit. The Orioles are uh, batting against old Jake Arrieta. He was uh, just gliding right through those first couple innings, and then the Orioles are like, no, we're going to beat you up a little bit. Four and two-thirds innings, seven hits, four earned runs, knocked him out of the game. Then comes the uh, Phillies bullpen. And the game was done. But old Jake Arrieta still out there doing his thing. Good for him. And then on Friday, <laughs> they had to finish the game. What a shit show. And uh, uh, Washington on Sunday with the rain and the grounds crew. Just a, uh, watching. I was embarrassed for them. Just a complete ass shit show. That grounds crew trying to cover up the field. Just a complete meltdown. And I was upset. I It was a full game. And the reason they had to stop playing was because of the weather. And was because the field was wet. And because it w- wouldn't stop raining. So the game's done. You know, everybody move on. Congratulations to the Orioles. But from whatever some bullshit rule where if the equipment shits the bed, then they don't cancel it. It's got to be a makeup game. So the Orioles took care of business. It was five to two. Ended up being six to two. Good for the Orioles. And then they uh, they kind of got their asses kicked uh, Friday night, but they turned it back around and uh, won on Saturday. So this this is very exciting. I am enjoying this. I you know this isn't one of the the flukes where in the beginning of the season they'll take two out of three of the Yankees and then lose five in a row. You know, or they, they uh they're three and three to start the season, but then they, they lose a few in a row. You know, it's not like that. Right now. They they're twelve and eight. They've played twenty games. That's almost half the season. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. All right. Uh since I have your attention, gentlemen, this goes out to you or ladies. If you want to buy uh this for your uh for your man, because shit's just getting a little wild down there. Listen up. It's called the Manscaped Lawnmower, three it's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence boost through body image. The lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof, comes with an LED light, so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. I'm going to hook you up. You're going to get a deal if you decide that you want to get in on this. And I'm telling you, you should. I've done it personally. It's fantastic. You feel great. You look great. And that other special person's going to be happy that you did it. Now, the Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools. And it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And on their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame the summer swamp ass and help you feel so much better. you also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. So listen up. You will get, listeners will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. All right, so the fun will continue. And on Monday... It's going to get real interesting. The Orioles play 32 of their final 39 games against the American League East. So that's going to be fun. (laughs) But you know what? If the Orioles are the real deal, like they look, it's not going to be a problem. They already took care of business against Boston. They swept the Rays, who are hot as hell right now. So it's going to be a little scary facing them. Uh, Judge is out with the Yankees, if you didn't hear about that. Uh, And speaking of Being out and injured, Austin Hayes on the uh, 10-day IL. His ribs got all fucked up with a 95-mile-per-hour ball going right into his ribs from the Marlins, Jorge Guzman. And, uh, you know, Cedric Mullins comes back up, which, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with that kid. Obviously, he just is is over his head with trying to bat in the majors. But, you know, uh, he's having fun now being able to uh, come up and continue to play with the team. But hopefully Austin Hayes gets back, feels better. Definitely need him out there in center field and running bases, and hopefully his bat starts getting hot again. All right, I want to thank Gordon for emailing on the show, and I, I love hearing from you guys. Again, I say it every week, anything on your mind, love to hear from you. Chaos at gmail.com. Any experience that you've had at Camden Yards, whether it was pleasant or just miserable or something you'll never forget, I want to hear about it. And, of course, any shows, TV shows, movies out there that you've seen that you want to share with me and everybody else of uh, what you enjoyed out there. All right. Till next time. See.